1: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash-switch.
0: Forty-five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the Wikipedia page for paperweight. Welcome to WikiListen, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW,
1: and I'm Victor Bernardo. KSN reminding you all to subscribe to WikiListen, Listen, a podcast which talks about paperweights. It doesn't get better than that.
0: That's right. We love mundane objects, don't we?
1: Listen, when you try to like lump you and me in a group together, I always resist.
0: Even when I'm right? Yes. Why?
1: Because you do it in such a weird way and it's creepy.
0: Thank you. <laughs> Paperweight. This article is about fine glass art objects for weights of paper. See paper density. This article needs additional citations for verification. Please help improve this article by adding citations to reliable sources. Unsourced material may be challenged and removed. A paperweight is a small solid object heavy enough when placed on top of papers to keep them from blowing away in a breeze or from moving under the strokes of a painting brush. As with Chinese calligraphy. While any object, such as a stone, can serve as a paperweight, decorative paperweights of glass are produced either by individual artisans or factories, usually in limited editions, and are collected as works of fine glass art, some of which are exhibited in museums. First produced in about 1845, particularly in France, such decorative paperweights declined in popularity before undergoing a revival in the mid 20th century.
1: Basic Features Decorative glass paperweights have a flat or slightly concave base, usually polished but sometimes frosted, cut in one of several variations. E.g., star cut bases have a multi-pointed star while a diamond cut base has grooves cut in a crisscross pattern, although a footed weight has a flange in the base. The ground on which the inner parts rest may be clean or colored, made of unfused sand or resemble lace latticino, The domed top is usually faceted or cut and made of lead glass and may be coated with one or more thin layers of colored glass and have windows cut through it to reveal the interior motif.
0: Workmanship, design, rarity, and condition determine a paperweight's value. Its glass should not have a yellow or greenish cast, citation needed, and there should be no unintentional asymmetries or unevenly spaced or broken elements. Visible flaws such as bubbles, striations, and scratches lessen the value.
1: Antique paperweights, of which perhaps 10,000 or so survive most in museums, citation needed, generally appreciate steadily in value, citation needed. As of August 2018, the record price was the $258,500 paid in 1990 for an antique French weight.
0: It seems like a lot of money for a rock.
1: Really? Are you sure it's a rock?
0: Well, I mean, no, I I guess glass isn't rock, but it's made from sand. So it's kind of a rock.
1: Right. But they're also like often sculpted or treated in a certain way to make them seem unique.
0: To make them seem unique.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Everything has subjective value.
0: Hmm. History. Antique paperweights were made in the classic years between 1845 and 1860 primarily in three French factories named Baccarat, Saint Louis, and Clichy. Together, they made between 15,000 and 25,000 weights in the classic period. Weights mainly of lesser quality were also made in the United States, United Kingdom, and elsewhere though Bacchus UK and New England glass company US produced some that equaled the best of the French. Modern weights have been made from about 1950 to the present.
1: In the US, Charles Cassian started in 1940 to produce buttons, paperweights, inkwells, and other bottles using lampwork of elegant simplicity. In Scotland, the pioneering work of Paul Sartre, From the 1930s onward preceded a new generation of artists such as William Manson, Peter McDougal, Peter Holmes, and John Deacons. A further impetus to reviving interest in paperweights was the publication of Evangeline Bergstrom's book, Old Glass Paperweights, the first of a new genre.
0: (laughs) A number of small studios appeared in the mid-20th century, particularly in the U.S., These may have several to some dozens of workers with various levels of skill cooperating to produce their own distinctive line. Notable examples are Lundberg Studios, Orient and Flume, Korea Art Glass, St. Clair Lawton, and Parabell Glass.
1: Starting in the late 1960s and early 1970s, artists such as Francis Whittemore, Paul Stankard, his former assistant Jim DeNaprio, Chris Buzzini, Delmo, and daughter Debbie Tarsitano, Victor Trabucco, and sons Gordon Smith, Rick Ayoti, and his daughter Melissa, the father and son team of Bob and Ray Banford and Ken Rosenfeld began breaking new ground and were able to produce fine paperweights rivaling anything produced in the classic period. Citation needed, and what a crazy! Paragraph.
0: Wiki listeners, you can help support us by listening to this message while you go find a paperweight.
1: Welcome back, Wiki listeners, and hopefully all of your paperweights have been wonderful.
0: Types of glass paperweights. Collectors may specialize in one of several types of paperweights, but more often they wind up with an eclectic mix.
1: Italian Thousand Flowers paperweights contain. Thin cross-sections of cylindrical composite canes made from colored rods and usually resemble little flowers, although they can be designed after anything, even letters and dates. These are usually made in a factory setting. They exist in many variations, such as scattered pattern, close concentric, or carpet ground. Sometimes, the canes are formed into a sort of upright tuft. Shaped like a mushroom that is encased in the dome. The year of manufacture is sometimes enclosed in one of the canes.
0: I want to be shaped like a mushroom. (laughs) Go for it. Lampwork paperweights have objects such as flowers, fruit, butterflies, or animals constructed by shaping and working bits of colored glass with a gas burner or torch and assembling them into attractive compositions, which are then incorporated into the dome. This is a form particularly favored by studio artists. The objects are often stylized, but may be highly realistic.
1: Sulfide paperweights have an encased cameo-like medallion or portrait plaque made from a special ceramic that is able to reproduce very fine detail. These are known as incrustations, cameo incrustations, or sulfides. They often are produced to commemorate some person or event. From the late 1700s through the end of the 1900s, an amazing variety of glass objects, including paperweights, were made with incrustations. The finest collection of incrustations ever assembled was by Paul Jokelson collector, author, and founder of the Paperweight Collectors Association. A part of his collection was gifted to the Corning Museum of Glass, with the remaining portion being sold in London in the 1990s. Although still produced today, their heyday was before the classic period.
0: I want a glass paperweight that looks like a mushroom.
1: (laughs) Are you trying to communicate with me? Because it doesn't seem like it. (laughs) Everyone who's uh, who can't see, what happened? I just spilled coffee. I was drinking coffee and I spilled it on my face.
0: I, I saw. I watched. <laughs> right as you tried right. to diss me.
1: <laughs> oh, you were dissed. But now I'm wet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Most paperweights, which are considered works of art, use one of the above techniques. Millefiori, lampwork, or sulfide. All techniques that had been around long before the advent of paperweights. A fourth technique, a crimp flower, usually a rose, originated in the Millville, New Jersey area in the first decade of the 20th century. Often called a Millville rose, these weights range from simple folk art to fine works of art, depending on the maker.
1: Fine weights not made with any of the major techniques include swirls, marbrees, and crowns. Swirl paperweights have opaque rods of two or three colors radiating like a pinwheel from a central millefiori floret. A similar style, the Marbury, is a paperweight that has several bands of color close to the surface that descend from the apex in a looping pattern to the bottom of the weight. Crown paperweights have twisted ribbons, alternately colored, and white filigree, which radiate from a central millifori floret at the top, down to converge again at the base. This was first devised in the St. Louis factory and remains popular today.
0: Miniature weights have a diameter of less than approximately 2 inches, 5.1 centimeters, and magnums have a diameter greater than about 3.25 inches, 8.3 centimeters. They're called magnums. Hilarious.
1: California-style paperweights are made by painting the surface of the dome with colored molten glass, torchwork, and manipulated with picks or other tools. They may also be sprayed while hot with various metallic salts to achieve an iridescent look.
0: Victorian portrait and advertising paperweights were dome glass paperweights first made in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, using a process patented in 1882 by William H. Maxwell. The portrait paperweights contained pictures of ordinary people reproduced on a milk glass disk and encased within clear glass. This same process was also used to produce paperweights with the owner's name encased or an advertisement of a business or product. Pittsburgher Albert A. Grazer patented a different process for making advertising paperweights in 1892. The Grazer process involved sealing an image to the underside of a rectangular glass blank using a milk glass or enamel-like glaze. Many paperweights of the late 19th century are marked either J. N. Abrams or Barnes and Abrams and may list either the 1882 Maxwell or 1892 Grazer patent date.
1: Museum Collections The United States has a number of museums exhibiting paperweight collections, including the Arthur Rubleff Collection at the Art Institute of Chicago, Citation Needed, which expanded its exhibition in 2012. The Corning Museum of Glass in Corning, New York, exhibits the Amory Houghton Collection, the Yelverton Paperweight Center in Devon, England, a collection of over 1,000 paperweights closed in 2013. I wonder why. Because people were like, we're not going to this paperweight museum.
0: We could find out. It does have its own Wikipedia page.
1: Yep, we could find out.
0: Another museum with a notable exhibition of outstanding American paperweights is the Museum of American Glass at the Wheaton Arts and Cultural Center in Millville, New Jersey. In 1998, Henry Melville Fuller donated 330 20th century paperweights to the Courier Museum of Art in Manchester, New Hampshire.
1: Paperweight Collectors Famous collectors include the literary figures Colette Oscar Wilde and Truman Capote, citation needed, Empress Eugenie. Napoleon III's wife, Empress Carlotta, wife of Maximilian of Mexico, and Farouk, king of Egypt, were also avid collectors. Another famous collector was Lothar Gunther Buchheim, the German author and painter best known for his novel Das Boot. His collection of about 3,000 paperweights can be seen at his museum in Germany, (laughs) Museum der Fantasie, In Bimvia, Bavaria, Stamberger C. Citation needed.
0: Citation needed.
1: Yeah, well, this paperweight page, I got to tell you, it was not fun for me. I'll tell you why. It's because I didn't care at all about it.
0: Well, I'd be willing to bet that at least some wiki listeners out there are really into paperweights, and we want to hear from you.
1: Yeah, if you're really into paperweights, please just tell me why.
0: This has been the Wikipedia page for Paperweight. Thanks for listening to WikiListen. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at WikiListen, Except for Twitter, which is at Wiki underscore listen. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because it really helps us out. And don't forget to smash that subscribe button with your paperweight.
1: If there's a particular Wikipedia page you'd like us to read, let us know. We'll read it.